Time for Money News on this Monday morning. And Shane Oliver, Chief Economist with AMP, joins me again. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning, Luke. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well too, and I hope you had a great weekend. Well, Shane, being an economist and being, you know, having having all matters fiscal uh, as your number one job, you must now be aware of the unbelievable financial effect that a Taylor Swift concert can have on a city's economy. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. Stores, businesses, hotels, everything's booked out. Melbourne, Sydney. I've never seen anything quite like this. Have you? Well, I ha- not on this scale. I mean, don't forget, she sold something like 630,000 tickets. And a lot of those tickets went to people who are out of town. So they've got to fly in. They've mm. got to get hotels. And mm. that's where, of course, a lot of the cost is coming from. So this is going to be a pretty big boost to the economy. I mean, rough calculations suggest it could inject about $400 million into the economy. Now, of course, some of that will slip overseas because, effectively, Taylor Swift is an import. So... A lot of that money will slip out. But even if it's $300 million, that's a lot of money um, in a short period of time. I, I don't want to exaggerate it. Um, maybe I'm feeling a little bit peeved off because I missed out on the ticket. I know, I'm going to mention that. I'm going to so mention that. That. A, that. That was a bit of a bad one. But, um, uh, you know, you, you are looking a bit of a boost through February. It kicks off this Friday in Melbourne. And then, of course, there's a couple of really big concerts there, then moves on to Sydney. Um, so you will have an impact through the month of February. I, I reckon a lot of people will um, uh, have sort of saved up and think, well, I'm going to spend total, you know, on average, the estimates up to $900 a person in total costs, total spending associated with Taylor Swift. But, uh, yeah, I, I reckon they'll probably take some of that spending away from elsewhere. So it's not going to save the economy through the course of the year, but it's certainly going to help. Sydney and Melbourne uh, through the next uh, through the next month, but it goes further than that. This this woman is just a phenomenon. I mean, she's not only the biggest musical star in a generation, and mind you, not my taste, not my go. I know. You, I, I, please don't disown me because I know <laughs> you, you're. You'll a, get there. I'll I'll talk. To you no, my daughter, <laughs> my step, my stepdaughter has sent me songs and lyrics, and I think she's very clever, but it's just not my go. You won't hear it in my man cave, but. I know, I know you are a big Tay-Tay fan, but it goes beyond her recordings. I mean, it goes on to the way she influences fashion trends. And Donald Trump knows all too well that she can swing a significant <laughs> portion of US voters. But she's, her business now is unbelievable, isn't it? Look, it certainly is. I, mean, I saw some stats on the weekend in the history, the 40-year history of ARIA which obviously tracks record sales in Australia, she's spent more weeks at number one than any other artist over that 40-year history. 56 mm. weeks, I think. John Farnham was the nearest at something like 50 weeks. That's for albums, not uh, mm-hmm. not singles. That's albums. So that's amazing achievement. That's more to the year um, at number one. And, of course, she only got going, of course, uh, in the late 2000s. Um, look, look, amazing big business acumen I, I reckon to some degree um, and she's obviously incredibly smart incredibly focused uh and i think she has learnt the lesson from past rock stars who've lost a fortune to unruly managers who've nicked off with the dough mm. um, Beatles, rolling stones amongst them who've lost uh, been done in on that front but um she realized that she really needs to own the rights to her own recordings there was an opportunity when, uh, I forgot his name, Scooter somebody or other, or Scott somebody sold uh, Big Machine Records and the rights there, but they didn't give her favourable terms. And so she 
she didn't take it up. She went and re-recorded everything. So she's now re-recorded the oh. whole lot, and I'm, of course, buying them as they come out. You are. Um, and, of course, everyone else is. And that gives her another new go at number one, which will ultimately, potentially, render the original recordings um, irrelevant. Uh, and her fan base, of course, will only go for the new one. So whatever they've paid uh, for that, for those recordings and the rights to them is, is probably becoming recovering worthless, which I think is amazing that she's worked that out. So she does have a huge uh, sense of business acumen, which, yeah, well done. I think this is fantastic. And she's a great example to young people, particularly in the music business, that you've got to look after your your brand and your songs and don't get ripped off. Oh, she's very smart. Yes, re-recording all her songs because she got a, dung, a bung deal in the first place. Do you think maybe the fact that her father, uh, Scott, was a, a Merrill Lynch stockbroker. Do you think that maybe taught her a little bit about money? Well, it po- quite possibly did. You know, if you look at the, you know, the parents of the, the Beatles and so on, I mean, they, they, they probably didn't have the financial acumen. I, I guess also anyone who looks at history of you know, the pop industry would know that it's, uh, there's a lot of sharks out there. You've got to be careful. Uh, and I'm quite sure that they've helped advise her along the way. So there's no doubt that probably helped. If she ran for the Democrats in the, this year's election, she'd probably win it. <laughs> well, you reckon? Given what, given the way Biden's going, um, I, I, I reckon she probably would. She probably wouldn't be the best candidate necessarily, but uh, but, um, but her influence, yeah, her influence could certainly take on Trump. And of course, the, the the Republicans are claiming that there's some conspiracy there that she's working for the Democrats. So I think that she, she supports them, but I certainly don't think she works for them. But anyway, she's just phenomenal. I've never seen anything like it. And, I, and look, I'm not a big fan of the music. It's not. It's just not my style. I, I, I admit she's clever. Really clever, and I love her lyrics, but it's just not my go. But you love it. I've seen a photo of you in your Tay Tay t shirt. <laughs> so I've got a Tay Tay t shirt. Look, look, with a lot of uh, look, I, I don't listen. To in fact, the, we're gonna uh, we're gonna put that photo on our Facebook page today, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you watch, <laughs> folks, go onto the <laughs> Night Shift Facebook and you'll see Shane Oliver in his Tay Tay t. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I only discovered. Taylor in uh, when she put out 1989, so he's already uh, several albums into her career. Mm. Um, as you know, I'm a big listener of retro stuff, uh, Triple oh, M amongst them, and so you guys don't play uh, Taylor no, that often. No, but, uh, I will not play I've it. Got a, I've got a my 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 daughter got me into Taylor Swift, and I, originally I was skeptical, like most people are, like you probably are. And then I realized she's actually pretty talented. And once I heard the tunes, I thought she's actually pretty good. But it was only after she put out 1989, I think in 2014, that I started to become a fan. Okay. Well, and of anyway. course, I tried to get tickets. I got let in. This is a bit embarrassing, actually. I got let in on the Frontier pre-sale, um, but stuffed up my password. And after 10 minutes, you turfed out again. So that was the end of that. Oh, no. <laughs> disaster. That what is disaster. How much, how, much was, how much were the tickets? Well, I missed out. Look, but how much would they have been? I would have gone for the top ones um, because I didn't think I'd get an opportunity to see her again. I think they were like three hundred dollars or something. But, uh, anyway, I've saved myself a bit of dough. Do you know? Um, do you know for the Super Bowl, it's fourteen k for a ticket, two yeah, million, a, two million for amazing. a box. Yeah, well, that's amazing. I'm sure a lot of people going along thinking they'll get a get a uh, be able to spot Taylor Swift in there somewhere. Well, she's here. She's there. So anyway, there you go. Hey, listen. Shane, nice to talk to you. We'll talk again tomorrow, and we'll have a look at the markets. Sounds good, Luke.